0: Everybody ready? Let's get rolling.
1: This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280, The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
2: It's The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and 1280, The Zone. Uh, Texas-San Antonio, the Roadrunners, is going to be in town this weekend to take on BYU 130 Kick down in Provo. Let's talk to their head coach. Let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. As I mentioned, the head coach at uh, U- University of Texas-San Antonio, Jeff Traylor with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Jeff. How are you? We're
1: good. We're good. Thanks for having me.
2: Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, very excited to, to have a football game to talk about, certainly, this weekend. Tell us a little bit about your squad.
1: Uh, well, we're very blessed to be playing. Uh, you know, it's, we have not taken that for granted at all. Every day we get to practice, it's just an unbelievable opportunity because you never know we're always going in college football right now. So we're, we're thrilled to have the opportunity and, and uh, just glad to be playing ball. I'll tell you, Jeff, I haven't seen uh, your
0: games, but in looking over the statistics of those games, it seems like your team likes to score itself a few points.
1: Well, we have in some games and not so good in others. Uh, It's kind of been a a microcosm of our entire year. Uh, We've just not been very consistent, uh, but we play hard. That's the one thing that's been constant. Our effort has been fantastic. Uh, You know, I'm a new coach. We didn't get to have spring ball. I didn't get to see him much in the summer at all. So, you know, we're, we're very limited on our calls just because we're having to be so simplistic. Um, and we look like a team that hasn't been together very long, but our effort uh, has been more than fantastic.
2: Tell us uh, about taking over this football program, Coach. It's a, it's a young program going back to uh, 2012, uh, I believe. You're the third co- uh, head coach in program history, and I would guess that there's been a fair amount of uh, enthusiasm in that part of the country. Talk about kind of building a new program or, or certainly a, a newer program. Well,
1: it's a job I've always had my eye on. I think it has unbelievable potential, but, you know, we describe the word potential as everything that you're not. So we're, we're not there yet, but I think the potential is unlimited. Uh, you know, we're in the seventh largest city in the country in San Antonio. We've got great high school connections around all of us in the 210 San Antonio area We're not very far from Austin Waco East Texas, Houston, uh, South Texas we're you know we're right in the center of Texas so recruiting is unlimited here uh, the potential of this place is fantastic. We're building a new 45 million dollar facility that will be in in June so we're really excited uh, about our potential here in San Antonio.
0: Jeff, where do you go about your recruiting? Do you, are you, do you centralize in Texas, or do you go all over the place?
1: No, we start in the city of San Antonio and work our way out. We only had 11 players on the roster from San Antonio when we got the job. We're up to 24 right now in one year. Uh, we'd like to add, you know, five to six scholarship kids a year from the San Antonio area and then get about four or five of our walk ons So if you get 10 each year from the city, uh, you'll end up with 50-60 to 60 on your roster, and that Alamo Dome will be filled up pretty quick. From there, we just work our way out, you know, to the Austin, Waco, East Texas, Houston, South Texas area. We're going to stay in the state of Texas. That's where all my connections are, unless we just have some type of real inside information on an out-of-state kid.
2: Uh, you can imagine folks around here, BYU fans, are pretty excited about uh, how good this BYU team appears to be. Uh, what do you see on film from the Cougars?
1: Let's talk to your quarterback. Um, he looks like he's playing Madden ball or having uh, just Pascal every Saturday. He's only thrown the left completion, incompletion, the entire year, which is just crazy. Uh, you can tell he's an NFL quarterback. Uh, y'all have a very mature team. You can tell they've played together a lot just by the way they carry themselves. Uh, your offensive line is, you know, very well coached. They're massive. Your receivers are fantastic, five and eighteen, and it, it, they're a lot of fun to watch unless you're having to play against them. Then you go over there to your defense and your your D-line is just <laughs> 95 is just a beast. And 93 and 99, uh, guys play with a lot of pride. They're very well coached. They're very disciplined. And uh, we hope to look like you guys uh, in a couple of years. We really do. We have a lot of respect for what y'all have done. And we know what we have in front of us Saturday is going to be a large, large chore.
0: So, Jeff, how do you disrupt uh, a comfortable passer like Zach Wilson, do you commit resources to put pressure on them or do you drop more guys back in coverage or do you not want to talk about it because you don't want to give away the game plan?
1: Well, obviously we wouldn't be too specific, but you've seen y'all. everybody's tried to do both y'all. And uh, y'all are very well coached. Uh, you protect him when they come after him. And when guys are dropping, y'all get guys out. So y- y'all are well coached and the kid can make every throw. From the right hash, he throws an 18-yard comeback. and the left hash, he does as well. Uh, He can throw the ball down the field, he's got touch, he can escape, he can move. Uh, That's why he's going to be an NFL quarterback one day. He's a lot of fun to watch. And y'all's kicker's fantastic. Of course, he's from Texas, uh, so we've known who that kid is for a long time. But he's really good as well. And uh, y'all have a couple of Texas kids on your roster, actually.
2: Jeff Traylor is with us, head coach at the University of Texas, San Antonio. And, Jeff, this is just a a curiosity question uh, from me. But what has it been like in your world, taking a, a new job, as a head coach at a program, only to encounter this pandemic, which has made things uh, just you know different to say the least. Uh, how's it been handling these challenges? I'm sure from uh, you know helping your your players, leading them to live up to certain standards, to playing in front of out of fan, uh, playing in front of no fans. What has it been like for you?
1: Uh, well, it's just been uh, a mindset, honestly. Uh, in June. When we got to have volunteer workouts, I, I set them all down, and 99 of our kids showed up for volunteer workouts. And I said, man, this is going to be an opportunity or adversity. Uh, my common sense tells me most teams will not be able to pass all the COVID tests and they won't be able to play. I didn't know at the time only 76 of us were going to sign up to play, but I knew a lot of schools were not going to play. Uh, we knew in the state of Texas we'd be one of the last ones to go down. So we, we're pretty committed to playing football down here in the South, as you well know. And uh, so there's only 76 teams. So then my common sense was, man, we got a chance to be on national TV quite a bit. There's only 76 of us. And now we're going to our fifth game. We've been nationally televised four times. We've been regionally televised once. So we've done nothing but uh, seized the opportunity so far and not looked at it as adversity.
0: Jeff, this is kind of a treetop question, but I'm curious to know what your coaching philosophy is. How do you go about what you do? How do you communicate with your players? Uh and and what role does discipline play? I mean, how do you how do you put the whole ball of wax
1: together? It's simple for me. Uh whatever my record might be right now, it's not what matters. Um I've been a head coach now for this is my sixteenth season. I was a head high school coach for fifteen. Uh, I've been a head college coach now for one. Uh, So I've had the opportunity to coach about 30 seniors in 16 years. That's roughly about 500 kids in those 16 years. It's how many men out of how many boys. Uh, How many of those young men are going to grow up and give back to life, take care of their families, take care of their communities, take care of their state. Uh, They're going to be serving others and and, and not taking from others. And uh, So how many men out of how many boys? That's the way we're going to be every day around here. And uh, at some point, we'll be really, really good at football, but we're going to take care of our lives first.
2: Well, Coach, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Good luck in Provo on Saturday. And, and by the way, it's 74 and sunny on Saturday in Provo, so it should be a beautiful day for football. Thanks for coming on.
1: God bless. Birds up. Thank you all so much. you have a great program.
2: Thank you, Coach. Uh, there you go. That's uh, Jeff Trailer, head coach at uh, Texas San Antonio, with us here on 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Man, I –
0: I never felt so uh, dressed out in blue right now.
2: Dressed out? Oh, him calling it uh, you guys and us and all that. Well, what color are you uh, wearing, Gordon? You're you're famous he, for your colorful outfits.
0: Green today.
2: No, green. Okay.
0: Uh, you know, he kept saying y'all.
2: Y'all? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know what the plural of y'all is? Yeah, I've heard you tell this joke before, but go ahead. It's not a joke. It's true. All oh, y'all. That Texas straw is is really fun to listen to, and
2: I mean, I wonder. I think it would be interesting coaching at a program like that, just from I. I bet they have more resources than your typical school of that size, just because you know you heard him talk about Texas and football and how important all that is, and uh, you know I wonder, uh, I wonder if they can be a, a Boise State type where, you know, he says they have a lot of potential where they could somehow fulfill that potential. I think,
0: well, think of, of
2: uh, basketball first
0: when I think of UTSA because every now and then they're in the, the right. big dance. Yep. But now they're trying to pound it out away in their a football world. Yeah. I think he's on to the right approach uh, when he talked about recruiting, going after the kids around San Antonio first, building from, from nearby first, and then spreading out from there. I think that's sort of what Gary Anderson did when he first went to Utah State. Remember, he had a plan to go up there and get get those guys. You've seen other people, other new coaches do that in their areas. I, and a place like Texas, are you kidding me? Texas, what, if I were to name you the states where you think the recruiting is the richest, you probably would say Florida, California, and Texas, right?
2: Well, I'd add one more, Georgia as well. A Georgia,
0: maybe Ohio. I, I don't know, yeah. but think about all the players. And obviously there's a whole lot of schools down there in Texas and you might be, you know, seventh or eighth on the list uh, somewhere along the way. But in San Antonio, I'm sure there's quality players down there. There's a certain BYU quarterback from down that way. You know, it worked out pretty well for the Cougars.
2: Well, college football, as the rules, uh, uh, yeah, uh, he's he's uh, he's got a big old ranch down there still, doesn't he? Oh, I, I believe that's where he grew up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but but college football, although the rules are supposed to be fair, right? It's supposed to be an even even playing ground from a rule standpoint. But really, it's all about uh, built in advantages, right? Minimizing disadvantages, maximizing advantages, figuring out how to to you know put together the best football team you possibly can. You know, in in Wyoming, you're probably not recruiting a lot of local Laramie kids, right? But if you're in San Antonio, I, I'm this is my long winded way of totally agreeing with you, Gordon. That's a that's a nice built in advantage right there, being in the middle of football country and yeah, you're you're not a legacy program like Texas or Texas AM or or Texas Tech for that matter. But if you can convince some good players that they want to play college football, D one college football close to home, you know, that certainly would be an advantage that you, you could play up, right? You know, if, if your school were located uh, in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, you wouldn't have that advantage. Right. So, I mean, I, I think I think you're right on the money. It's that's the exact way to go. Poach as many as many local studs as you possibly can. Talk them into staying home and not going to uh, not going to Oklahoma or even to Texas or Texas State or Texas Tech. And you're probably going to build yourself uh, a, a better program faster. Right.
0: And you got to find the diamonds in the rough because let's face it, if uh, if there's a kid down in San Antonio who's being recruited by the Longhorns or by the Aggies, uh, there's a pretty good chance he's going to head out of town. But you got to find the guys that uh, you know might be uh, overlooked by some of the others who can really play, and there are guys like that. Uh, find those guys and utilize them. And then you're right, man. It seems like there are some kids who want to get away from home. They just want to go somewhere else, and I, you know, wherever it might be. They just want to get out and get away. Other kids, they want to play in front of their families, man. They want to, they want their families to be able to see them play on a regular basis. And if you're down there near San Antonio, I mean, that, that seems like a pretty good option. Uh, obviously, the Roadrunners haven't had a whole lot of success so far, but, you know, you got to build somewhere. I think that's a great place to start.
2: You never know what's going on in people's lives uh, when they if they want to go or stay to your point, Gordon. I mean, look at um, uh, the best example I can think of is uh, Nick, Nikhil Harry went to Arizona State because I, I believe he was taking care of his grandmother. I want to say I'd have to ask PK about the the backstory there. But and Arizona
0: know. State has had some trouble keeping those great right. players coming out of Arizona. Right there, uh, a lot of them have have jumped out and gone elsewhere, and that that hurts. Uh. That hurts those guys, you know. They they want to get those close to home dudes.
2: That's why you know with Utah and BYU here locally, and and we could talk about Utah State too, but they're they're interesting cases when it comes to recruiting and building football programs, right? Because there is local football talent here in Utah, but probably not quite enough to be you know where you can be a Texas school and just you know or or, or USC. What's the joke about USC? They just uh, recruit ten miles of the, up from their campus you know well Utah and BYU you can't do that I mean BYU with the with the the church connection you know that makes recruiting different it makes it national in a way but makes it uberly local in a way too and Utah you know they've how many great players has Utah gotten from Texas and gotten from um from California and to pair yeah. that with the local talent you know a, a unique mix to make up that roster it's yeah. it's interesting to see how universities uh, compete you know Utah State I remember Utah State under Brent Guy uh he brent refused to recruit utah players refused which I mean, was just stupid w- which was weird yeah i mean there's uh, it, at the time it uh, it it appeared stupid now with the benefit of hindsight and seeing how you know high school football is growing around here it, it seems uh, ridiculous as well but I, I remember that being so weird like you looked at the utah state recruits under guy and it was every single one of them was from california they're like, there's got to be some local kids here who would uh, really thrive up at Utah State, and now it's different, obviously. And Jay Hill's done the same thing, keeping uh, keeping talent local. So it's interesting. That's college sports is really interesting. Uh, um, seeing how schools play their advantages. Um, I, I wonder.
0: I wonder how Jeff feels about looking at the film. You asked him about what he thought of uh, the film of BYU with uh, with those big linemen, and he. You heard him talk about Tonga. What did he call him? A beast or something, yeah,
2: something. Yeah, he's he's familiar <laughs> I mean, with his work. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, these are you know, I, I, I'm sure that uh, recruiting and 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 coaching in Texas, uh, he sees his fair share of uh, extraordinary extraordinarily large human beings, but some tells me the Roadrunner is going to be outsized on Saturday.
2: Yeah, and, uh, well, he sounds <laughs> he sounds that like that's his opinion. That's for sure. Yeah, uh,
0: so that that must be somewhat formidable for him.
2: Uh, let's see, our friend on Twitter at herefor sport u of u tweets in. He says, uh, "I served a missionary, uh, served as a missionary by UTSA in 2009 and 2010, and at that time it was basically just like Salt Lake Community College. It's crazy that they got a football team in 2011 and are now playing BYU." And then he adds, "Hey SLCC, when are you starting a football team?" <laughs> But no, that's a—it's a, it's a it, tryouts it, Friday. It's pretty amazing to just pull a D1 program out of nowhere and uh, and try to build it. That that can't be easy.
0: You know, we should ask Mister Noah all this, but and I bet he would know the size of uh, UTSA's uh, student body. I myself don't know. How? Whether that is that is 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 it really like a commuter school, or or is it one of those schools where you got well thirty thirty thousand people there? Yeah. Are are you asking for male, female, or or all? What what one are you looking for? Because I got I I know there's like fifteen thousand some odd males and sixteen thousand some odd females. Over thirty two thousand total is the size of UTSA student body, I believe. Wow. Don't quote me on that.
2: That's a big school. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone.